We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation. Tuesday night, Knicks, CP from Knicks Fan TV here. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans, where we talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers after every game. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Like I said, this is the home for you. How you guys doing out there on this Tuesday night? Just wanted to come on here and uh, recap some Knicks news real quick. Let me just uh, pause my ticker because my ticker is inaccurate. Yeah, I just want to come on, recap some Knicks news for the week. Uh, Tomorrow night's game against the Hawks. Two more preseason games left. And uh, there's some news that came out of practice today. Let's start it off with the um, injury report. Because looks like we're going to be starting off with a full deck. Not everybody's at 100%, but we are going to be starting off with a full deck. Damian Dotson is on the fast track back from the shoulder injury. He's probable for tonight, tomorrow night's game. Uh, Fizz said he'll, 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 he is probable, but he's going to see how that feels tomorrow and uh, more than likely a game time decision. Frank is on the injury list with a groin injury. He's on the injury list with a groin injury, but he's still probable. And Fizz once again said he's going to see how he feels tomorrow, and it'll be a game-time decision. And remember, Frank missed 31 of the last 33 games last year with a groin injury. They're saying this injury is not related to the last year's, but, you know, n- another another uh, nick for for young Frank Nilakina. So let, let's monitor that situation and see how that works out. We also have the return of Dennis Smith Jr. coming back tomorrow night from the lower back injury. Kevin Knox is also probable, and, and Isozo is out is probable with a sore neck. But DSJ is the story because there's two games left in the preseason. DSJ has not played a game yet, 
And the point guard battle is still up for grabs, according to Coach Fisdale. He was interviewed today by the press about the point guard rotation. And he said, listen, the, the final two games are going to be critical in making the decision. But he, the way he made it seem, it seems like it's going to be a battle throughout the season. Fisdale is not committing to any of these guys. He basically said, if somebody doesn't have it, the next guy's up. So he is not committing to a starter this season. And, and uh, let, let's see how this thing plays out. I can't see how DSJ doesn't get the job. Like I told you, you know, I understand the Alfred signing. Uh, you know, it, it was a Perry guy, as we know. They were together in Orlando. They tried to trade for him last year before they, or two years ago before they got Moutier. So the, Peyton's been high on the radar. But you also got DSJ in the Porzingis trade. And, and I think, you know, at the very least, they're going to be looking to, to invest in his success to make sure that they get it, that they maximize their return. And so I, I don't see how DSJ loses that job. So two more games in the preseason. Let, let's see how he looks. Let's see how he looks with RJ. That's going to be a story. Let's see how he gets out there with the offense, with the new pieces. Marcus Morris, Julius Randle. How do he and Mitch uh, regain that chemistry that they, that they tried to build last year? So DSA coming back with two two games left to play, and and I hope he uh, I hope he excels. Then you have Frank. Where does that leave Frank? You know, Fisdale claims to say that this is going to come down to the final two games, but with Dotson back, with DSJ back, where's the minutes going to come from? That's going to be another story. You know, we talk about it a lot, but. It's it's obvious with so many guys on this team and so many guys, especially at the at the guard position, who's going to be the odd man out? I pointed tomorrow as a prime example. I'm not sure with with Frank's groin injury and Dotson's shoulder injury. I don't think I think they'll dress. My prediction is that they will dress, but I'm not too sure they even give it a go on on Friday. I think I think uh, DSJ is going to get a, a good a good amount of minutes. And I think ISO will, will get those minutes as well. But to be determined, to be determined. Chen in the chat says best guys left standing. Sir for the barber says Frank should come off the bench. Daniel Temby says, says neither. He wants Lamelo. He's all in on Lamelo ball. Hey, Lamelo's the uh, the hot name down there in the NBL. We got to do some more digging on Lamelo and see how he's doing down there. Jay Jazzy Vaughn says, who is interested in Frank? I'm losing faith in him. <laughs> Listen, man. Like I told Stephen Evans, who's back in here. I told Stephen Evans, I got faith. I have faith in the development. I don't see any reason to trade him. I don't think there's a need to trade him. His trade value is low. You had a beat writer with the Detroit Press earlier this week. Almost make up a trade rumor that the Pistons were interested in him. I don't buy that for a second. So what do we, I mean? What do we have? There's no trade market for him. Let's let's pick up the option and and let's go and see what see what happens. As you see with all these, uh, as you see with all these injuries, you, you this guy may may end up being a factor this season. Time will tell. But again, that was uh, Fizdale's Fizdale's um, reaction to the point guard rotation. But then. He dropped he, he he dropped a little riddle a little a little uh, hint at who he's leaning towards but you tell me if, if you got anything from it. 
He basically says they asked him what was the the key factors, right, in in the rotation, and basically Fizdale said the biggest thing is is he guarding the position, is he pushing the pace, getting us organized. Those are the most important factors. Those are the most important areas, says Fizz. Hold on one second. Make this a little bit smaller. He says those are the most important areas. But at the same time, I feel like you still have to be a threat out there at the position. So who's he alluding to there? I have no idea. Is he guarding the position? That's Frank of the three. Is he pushing the pace, getting us organized? We saw Peyton do a pretty good job of that on, on the first season, first preseason game against the Wizards. The second one, he wasn't that good. I thought Frank played a lot better at, at getting the team organized in the second half, even though it was pretty much a wash at that point. So he says those are the two most important areas, defense and getting them organized. We haven't seen DSJ yet. But from the small sample size, we saw Peyton uh, uh, push the pace a little bit and keep him organized. We saw Frank on the defensive end. But then he says, at the same time, I still feel like you have to be a threat out there from the position. So at the end of the day, that's DSJ. That's DSJ. I mean, who else is really establishing themselves as a threat at the point guard position? To me, that's DSJ, and it and it really doesn't even have anything to do with him just being a scoring point guard and a dy- and a dynamic point guard. Um, I just feel like sometimes, you know, with Peyton, yeah, he can get the the offense organized, but sometimes he sometimes he doesn't. And the fact that he can't even hit, you know, a, a three foot shot, that's not being a threat. You've seen Frank at times. Frank at times can can get it together. See, he at times can get it uh, can be uh, aggressive out there. A lot of times I see Frank moving east and west and not north and south. And we know that what Fizz wants, he wants a downhill runner. He wants a guy that's going to push the pace, be aggressive. And that's what he speaks on on Frank is, is can he maintain his aggressiveness, aggressiveness? Can he maintain his confidence? So that's, that's why I wasn't high on Peyton coming here because it just... It, it just makes it more confusing about what we're doing at the guard position because he's not a guy to me that's going to be a long-term option here. And so the two lottery picks in Frank and DSA, those are the two guys that I want to see is their future here with us. You know what I mean? Is their future here with us? That That's what I want to see. Peyton wasn't really the guy that I, that I wanted to see here at this set time. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Tomorrow night against the Hawks. Looking forward to that. Now, Fisdale was also asked about RJ uh, bringing the ball up and being a playmaker. This is something that we've seen carrying forward from the Summer League to these two preseason games. I think RJ's picking up a lot of momentum. He's had two good preseason games so far. I believe he had 17 points in the first game against the Wizards, 15 in the second. A lot of the things Fisdale has uh, been encouraged with is his strength. We've all seen it. We've all seen it on display. The ability for him to get into the paint at will, finish strong. He's going to need to do that while his shot comes along, and he's and he's doing it. He, he's getting to the basket, and, and he's using his size. You know, RJ's, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not small. So now with him ball handling, I think that adds another dimension to the offense. I, I think that's a great thing. That's a very underrated attribute to his game that I think we're really going to appreciate. Very underrated aspect of his game that I think we're going to appreciate. 
So let's see. Chen says, glad we tanked for RJ Ball handled. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but I think RJ's going to come along, man. I'm, I'm happy with what I see from him so far. I'm happy with, with what I hear from him so far. They asked him about uh, today after practice about him being a playmaker. And um, here's, here's a few quotes from from the interview. Just, just listen to how RJ responds to the media. Yeah, I like it. I love it, obviously. And uh, that's the good thing about our team is anybody that you know, can get it can go. We got a lot of our bigs to handle the ball, so it's really, really anybody out there can get it. Just, just go. What do you like uh, I just like that, you know, I make plays for others. Well, I make plays for myself. Did you, I mean, do you think you should handle it at this level? If I couldn't, I wouldn't be here. Said, if I couldn't, I would not be here. And then he just looked them off. Like, what kind of question is that? That's RJ, man. I like that. Yeah, he said, listen, he, it's something that he, that he relishes is being a playmaker. You like to hear that. He wants to share the ball, get his teammates involved, make plays. And he also stressed that that's something that, uh, you know, Fizz wants anybody on the offense to do. And like I said, you, you you have the point guards that are capable of doing it. You have RJ out there who's going to be doing it. No doubt about it. He's going to be the starting two on the team. You have Julius who's capable. You have Marcus Moore. Uh, you know, here and there, he, he, he can do what he can. But, I mean, you have at least three guys that that can really uh, you know push the ball once they get out and get aboard and get out get out on a run and R J is also a good rebounder. So let's see how that plays out. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Just a quick quick uh, news live stream tomorrow night. We're back at it. Knicks versus Hawks post game show. Uh, we'll break down the highlights. We'll break down the game and take your phone calls once again six five seven three eight three one five zero nine. And, and we'll get back to it. Salute to everybody in the chat. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new, and I'll shout you guys out. Also, put your cities in the chat. Where are you guys checking in from? Uh, salute to Goonies back in here. Will from LI, one of the day ones. Jazzy Vaughn was good. Khalid Pasha, what's going on? S. Parker, Bagger Jones, Armin, how you feeling? My man Rome is in here. What's good, Rome? Me and Rome had a blast last night at the uh, at the meet and greet. Now, I'll show you guys some pictures and stuff. I got to share a funny story with you guys from the meet and greet last night. It was a good time. Louis Rivera, how you feeling, Louis? So, yeah, that that's RJ, man. And also, how you guys feeling about RJ out there, man? Let me, let me know your thoughts on RJ so far. I feel like RJ is gaining some steam. I feel like he's picking up some momentum as we go and head into the season. I feel like the fans are, are pretty high on RJ so far. And I've, I've been pretty impressed so far. Like I said, you still have to maintain your, your composure with him, stay patient with him. Obviously, he's going to he's gonna make his fair share of mistakes, but just seems like he, he's able to handle himself so far uh, this early. We'll see how it works out. See where everybody's hailing in for him. We got a couple Long Islanders in here. Will, I know you from L.I. Banging girl from L.I. San Francisco. Shout out to Chen Louis Rivera chilling in Fort Lauderdale. Kenneth Davidson, Memphis. Sir for the barber, what's going on? New from ATL, used to live in ATL, so shout out Atlanta, home away from home. Jaime checking in from Tucson. We got Camario checking in, Antigua and Barbuda checking in from the islands. Jeremy from Yonkers. H-Town in the building, shed vibes. That's Damian Dotson territory, shout out to H-Town. Also, I uh, got some friends and family in H-Town, so it's another place that I love to love to visit. Another thing on RJ that I thought was pretty interesting 
Slam Magazine, Slam Online, they had their most likely to list. And, you know, a lot of these lists that, that these publications come out to now, a lot of it is just to, you know, stir, stir things up and, and, and get you to talk. But one of the things that their bold prediction was most likely to average 20 points, they picked R.J. Barrett. What do you guys think about that, man? They picked R.J. Barrett most likely to average 20 points a game. I don't see it. I gave you guys my prediction a couple episodes ago. I think it's it's around, he's going to hover around 13, 13 points. I say six boards. I think that's an underrated aspect of his game. And I'll go five assists. 13, six, and five is, is what I'll go for, for RJ. 20 points is a lot, man. 20 points is a lot. Another reason I'm not too sure if he gets to 20 is because if you're looking at DSJ starting, if you're looking at Marcus Morris Looking at at Randall, that's a lot of usage out there. That's a lot of uh, uh, ball dominance. I'm not so sure if if RJ can get to 20. You know, if if he becomes the number one option on the team, sure. But I think it's still going to run through Julius. We see Marcus take his fair share of shots. He's not afraid of it. You know, he's definitely he's definitely grabbing the bull by the horns and taking this opportunity uh, um, by storm. So we'll see. Galit says he's going to average more than 13. That's low balling. I mean, listen, 20 points a game is a lot. It's a lot, man. You're talking about on a consistent night in, night out basis. Got to factor in struggles. You got to factor in the rookie wall. Some some plays, a lot of plays hit it. Some don't. You know, some are, some are strong enough to push through. Got to factor in rookie wall. Potential injuries, knock on one, that doesn't happen. EJ wants a 17 will be easy. Well, yeah, he does get to the line a ton, and I do like that. He does get to, to the basket a lot. So maybe that bodes well for him in getting to 17. Michael Ray says 13 to 15. Okay. What else we got in here? Jeremy Newsbaum, 16, 7, and 4. 43% from the field, 66% free throw. Oof, 32 from three. I mean, I can see that. I can see that. The free throws, he's got to get better at the free throws for sure. Got to get better at the free throws. So, yeah, that was that was Slam's prediction. They also predicted Zion um, at the rookie of the year, obviously. Zion, Zion been dominating, man. What do you guys think about Zion so far? We got Zion and the Pelicans coming into town. On Friday for the preseason closeout. A couple people told me that they're going to that game. So, um, that should be interesting. I haven't decided yet. I'll probably just be here for post-game. But, they, they, uh, Zion, yeah, Zion is dominating, man. Once again, dominating. Juan Sepulveda, what's going on? New subscriber, welcome Juan. Subscribe to the channel, guys. I'm on my way to 15,000 as you guys see below, man, 14,800 and change. Subscribe to the channel. It's free. All right? So if you're watching right now and you didn't hit that subscribe button below, there's no excuse, man. Hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. You're here for a reason. Whether you're a diehard Knicks fan or a basketball fan, this is the home for you, man. This is the home for you. Slams also most likely list, most likely to block a shot was Money Mitch. Of course. Here's Bembry into the paint, oh, rejected by Robinson. That's my guy, man. Four. That's my guy, Mitch. Most likely to block a shot. Magnificently that time. 
Likes the block with Surf says ATL tour. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, man. I'd like to get to touching the ball. I'd like to get to Miami. Um maybe ATL this year. Eddie Cologne, appreciate it. Yeah, most likely a block a shot. Mitchell Robinson. I gotta share with you guys this funny story about Mitch too. I'll, I'll do that next. We get to uh to my page. Shout out to everybody that came through to the um to the meet and greet last night. The Knicks meet and greet at Chelsea Piers. It was a great time. It's probably about three hundred people or so that were there. It was uh, reserved for the season ticket holders. Um, salute to Chris Sheamus and and my guy Lonnie Johnson uh, supported us. They donated the tickets that we gave away to the fans, so I took a couple guys with me. Rome was there. Um, shout out my guy Conley, my guy Brett. We came there. This is a picture of me and Peyton. You have um, me and Kev. I met Kev already, but that, that was cool. Outside, they had a cool little, um, like these block letters that said Knicks right on the water. It was nice, you know, nice to take a photo. So all of us came out there, took a photo. My guy AG the corner, shout out to AG as well. Took a photo there. It's me and my guy Conley. AG and Conley chilling. It's a real nice affair. Free food, free drinks. My guy Greg Armstrong in the building. Longtime season ticket holder as well. We definitely had a good time in there. Salute to Greg. Uh, these are my girls and Knicks Omni fan. This is who we're doing the uh, the suite with. And, and I'll talk about the suite as well. We only got three tickets left for the suite. So that was a good time. This is my guy Lonnie Johnson and Mitch. And so these are the two winners here. This is Conley on the left and Brett on the right. These are the two winners of the uh, of the giveaway. So they were real cool. It was real cool chopping it up with them. Me and Terry and Trey was outside bugging. This was after a few drinks, uh, having a good time. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a good time, man. So, so how it worked, they would basically have uh, a station where one player would take pictures Another player would uh, be signing autographs. So they had two stations of that. And you had Mitch, you had Kev, Julius Randle came through, DSJ, and Peyton, and Iggy. And Iggy came through. So they would rotate guys, would rotate in and out. So I'm on the line to talk to Mitch. Because I had sent them uh, the Mitch Please t-shirts. You guys know about the Mitch Please t-shirts. And, and so me and Mitch were talking back and forth on it. And I sent them like a, a box of tees. And, and, and he was a fan of it. So... When I came up on the line, I came up to Mitch. I was like, yo, did you get the tees? So not only did he get them, uh, some of you guys might have seen this before. He was wearing the Mitch Please t-shirt. He was wearing the Mitch Please t-shirt. Come on, man. Can't, can't make it up, people. Can't make it up, man. Mitch Fan TV, the number one fan of the show, is Mitch. Shout out to Mitch, man. Check that out, man. Check that out, man. Rocking a Mitch Please t-shirt. Come on, man. You can't, you can't make this up, people. I try to make it bigger. I don't know what happened. Got just got smaller. But yeah, there you go, man. Shout out to Mitch. Mitch Please, number one fan of the show. So yeah, it was a real good time, man. Shout out to everybody that was there. Shout out to everybody that I met, man. You know, um, when you go to these events and you go to the games and you start meeting all these people that, that watch the show... It's real cool. It's real cool. And I appreciate the support. People are very encouraging, you know, and, and um, it's it's very rewarding when people um, appreciate 
what you're doing, you know, building this thing from the ground up and what you're doing for the fans. So I, I appreciate that, um, the, the love, you know, and, and every time I go to these different events, I meet somebody new and, and the, the word, it's, it's, it's all the same, man. It's all the same. I told you, man, to be a, to be a Knicks fan, there's, there's a certain character trait that's very similar amongst all the people that you meet. You know what I mean? To support this team, to go to these events. I mean, the, the way that place was set up last night, it was like you, you would think they were like three-time champions, like three-peat champions. You know, you would never know this team won 17 games. I mean, they rolled out the red carpet for the fans. That's one thing about the, the Knicks organization. Product on the court might not be too great, but they know how to treat the fans, man. They know how to treat the fans in, in the community, in the community. Maybe not the ones in the garden. That's a whole nother story. So, yeah, it was, it was a good time, man. Shout out to Rome. Rome was in there. Rome had a great time. Real, real solid, man. Real solid. So, um, that was that. Did you guys see this? Our old friend, Kristaps, told Nerlens Noel, meet me at the rim. No one's met him at the challenge. Ooh, get that out of there. Get that out of there, Kristaps. Nerlens was having none of it. Z, I know what the, uh... Absolutely. That's a good tip there, right? Defensively. Just what they, what lucky. Mm. Oh, what a defensive block by Nerlens Noel. Like this, you know, on Fox highlights in, in the preseason. Because this is a preseason highlight. My goodness. You can see Porzingis was going up. Absolutely. One more time. Tip there, right? Defensively. Just what they, what lucky. Mm. Oh, what a defensive block by Nerlens Noel. Like this. You know, on Fox highlights. And, Get and that out of there. Because this is a preseason highlight. Nerlens meeting KP at the rim. Jeremy says, no soup for you. Gave him a tumble and everything, man. I like that. Let's get Nerlens here on that two-way. We still got a two-way left. We'll figure it out, man. It's against the rules, but we'll, we can save a spot for Nerlens, man. Orange and blue fabric. You see that, you know, the Thunder stole our colors, basically. So it was good to see that, you know, he was representing us well. Because they definitely stole our colors. I mean, it's ridiculous why they even gave him orange and blue. I never, I never liked that. I never liked the Thunder jerseys. It's basically a ripoff of ours, just a little bit lighter. But yeah, man. So to everybody in the chat once again, just wanted to share that joke with you guys. As you guys see in the backdrop, I, um, I, I did a temporary fix of that Porzingis picture. That Porzingis picture was up there for far too long, way too long. It took me way too long. I was just, you know, whatever, kind of lazy with it. So, so I, I patched it up a little bit. It's a good patch job, if I must say myself. It's a very good patch job. So uh, that'll be up there on, until we get some permanent replacements. And uh, New York Forever, man, that's what it's all about. The one underneath that picture um, that says it's all about soul, that was from the 94 finals. That was back from 1994, real vintage. I got a lot of those on me. I'm going to give those some of those out to you guys over the course of the year. Um, just do some quick giveaways and, and shoot you guys um, some of those posters. I got a ton of those. Uh, it's all about soul posters if you guys want them. And that's about it. Will from L.I. says, Nerlens can come to the cookout. Yeah, Nerlens can come through to the cookout, man. Nerlens can, can definitely come to the cookout for sure. Absolutely. Um, oh, real quick on, on the RJ thing that, that I wanted to touch on in terms of the bold prediction from Slam that he was going to average 20 points a game. Take a look at this list. 
because it's it's a very uh it's not not easy, man. Let me zoom in here. Take a look at this list of the last people to average twenty or more in their rookie year. This is from Basketball Reference. If anybody, if you ever want to know stats or anything, Basketball Reference is your source. It's like the encyclopedia. It is the matrix of basketball information. One of the many. You know, I said there's a lot of them popping up now. Um, in the last, in the last twenty years, there's only been nine players to average twenty in their rookie year. Elton Brand for the Bulls, local product. LeBron, Melo, our guy, my guy. I don't know, might not be your guy, it was my guy. Melo did. Katie with, with Seattle, 07. Tyreek Evans, believe it or not. Um, and Tyreek averaged 25 and 5 that year. Tyreek Evans for the Sacramento Kings averaged 20. Tyreek, man, he was derailed by injuries and, and a lot of inconsistency, man. Um, Blake Griffin, 20, uh, 22 and a half for the Clippers. Joel Embiid, 20. The Spider Mitchell, we know Spider had a great rookie season. And Luka Doncic, the phenom with Dallas. Those were in the last 20 years. I saw somebody say Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, of course, Jordan's down there. I was talking about last 20 years. But MJ averaged 28 point. Two points per game. I will repeat. 22.28.2 points per game is what Michael Jordan averaged in his rookie year. Lord. In his rookie year. When you had teams like the Celtics, teams like the Pistons, the Cavaliers, the Knicks. I mean... You're getting slammed on a night in, night in, night out basis. Think about that. Think about that. When all these people have those goat conversations, it's nothing against LeBron. MJ, MJ was a beast, man. MJ was a beast. But uh, yeah, that's the list, man. It's a very select few that able that were able to average twenty. And I mean, you think about Luka Doncic. I mean, he was already a pro when he came in. When he was playing in the Spanish ACB league, that's considered the second best league next to the NBA. And he, and he was in that league from the time he was about 16, I believe. So he was already ahead of the game. You know, Luca Luca was, it wasn't your typical prospect. He was already a pro when he came in. And he's certainly worth all his weight. For sure. For sure. Uh, next tape says, didn't call Anthony Towns average 20? Well, let's see. Could be wrong, but that's, Based on how I put in the parameters, that's what he did. Let's let's see if Towns uh see Towns' stats. Where's Towns' stats here? Towns rookie year he averaged hold on. Eighteen point three. Carl Anthony Towns, eighteen point three is what he averaged in his rookie year. So no. But he averaged twenty five the next year. Doing looking good. Alex Collins in the chat. What's going on, Alex? I'm getting ready to um, drop. I hope some of you guys saw part one of the West Coast Roundtable. I went out to L.A. a couple weeks ago, and uh, I did a roundtable with all my guys out in L.A., CK2K, amongst the group. Great, you know, we had a great lunch, a great conversation with uh, with some of the guys. David Fudenick, the actor. Uh, my guy, Nick Alexander, he's a comedian. My guy, shout out A.O. Pal, put all the footage together. We had a... Uh, at least 18 gigs of footage that we had to put together between my camera 
and his. Um, the second part, I'm going to release that tomorrow. And that part we're talking about, we addressed the uh, uh, a fan mailbag question. And the question was about potential trade candidates that could pop out with, you know, disgruntled stars. So Carl Anthony Towns was one of them. Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. So we kind of had a, a conversation about who we felt like would be the best fit on the team. Not necessarily who, you know, who we want to trade for those guys, but just who we feel like would be the best fit on the Knicks. And then we talked a little bit about Julius Randle. So look out for that tomorrow, and I'll be releasing that. Um, other news real quick. There are three tickets left for opening night. So if you guys want to come to opening night, the premium suite, it's going to be uh, an amazing time once again. 290 is the package. You're going to get free food. A ticket to the Knicks versus Celtics team. Free food, free drink on the private Chase Bridge VIP lounge. Meet and greet with a former Knicks player. In the past, it's been Starks. Could be Starks. Could be Sprewell, LJ. We'll find that out uh, basically the night of. And uh, Knicks trivia, raffle, prize giveaways, autograph, memorabilia. Definitely want to be there for that. I met some of you at the uh, meet and greet last night that said you'll be there. So thanks for supporting, and we'll definitely see you there. Will says, what time should we get there? Um, I will keep you posted on that, Will. I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, I'll have some more formal announcements on that as we get closer. Jamel Brown, the the link is in the description um, above the rim of one of my mods. If you can copy and paste the link to the um i'll just do it right now since since i have it open there's three tickets left so if you're gonna get in uh you definitely want to do that sooner than later because it's gonna sell out by this week all right and uh and yeah that's it man like i said this was a quick live i'm gonna go eat some dinner but tomorrow night man i'll see you guys right back on the channel Knicks versus hawks two games left in the preseason dsj is back What's going to happen? Dotson is also back. We're pretty much at full strength. Take a look at the fan poll. Vote in tonight's fan poll. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know your response. And uh, once again, man, salute to everyone who's in here, everyone who's subscribing, everyone who's supporting. Um, let me salute the Super Chats, too. I always forget, man. Always remind me to salute the Super Chats. Michael Ray, thank you for the Super Chat. He says, if DSJ has a job, has a jump shot working, then the job is his. If not, Peyton is your starter. Ah, uh, I hope not, man. I think if Peyton's a starter, I, I think that's an indictment on DSJ, to be honest with you. Michael Parker, another super chat. Thanks again for your support, man. He says, support Knicks Fan TV. Thank you, man. Always appreciate you guys supporting. Mario Ortiz, thank you. Welcome to the chat. All hashtag new. Welcome to the show. If you're watching after this goes live, leave me a hashtag new in the video description. And, uh, and I will shout you guys out. You know what? There's one more thing before I go. Somebody had left me a comment. Let me pause this. This is pretty serious. Somebody had left me a comment on that West Coast Roundtable video. And his name was Nick Knack. Let me, let me put, it, put it up there. And he left a comment that basically said um, he beat stage four cancer. He said his cancer was on remission. And uh, he beat it. So salute to Nick Knack, man. Salute to Nick Knack. He he's been uh, commenting on on a lot of on a lot of the videos and a lot of the community forums, and he just dropped that comment on the video uh, just out the blue. So 
I um, definitely, uh, uh, you know, I, I tip my hat to him. Let, let's all salute him. Leave a comment in the chat. Leave a comment uh, in this video if you're watching after this. Uh, salute to Nick Knack. You know, cancer is something that has really ravaged our society. I'm sure everyone of you guys have had a family member or maybe you guys have personally dealt with it. I, I for one, have, you know, in terms of family and whatnot. And it's never an easy thing. So definitely want to take the time to salute Nick Knack. Um, say congratulations. God bless. Uh, keep fighting. Stay strong. And and the community got you, man. This That's one part of building this channel that's, you know, what the what this team can do is it brings us together. You know, it brings people together in the chat, brings people together when we have events like the meet and greet that we just did. You know, how many people that I brought together that were complete strangers and, you know, we're all just vibing out, having a good time and, and sharing memories of our team. So, um, so again, that, that's something that I love doing this for is because it really brings people together and the comments also on the video, there were a lot of people supporting them. Uh, if you can just go back to the video, I'll put a link to it. Just go to the comment in the video and, and just, um, and just leave them some words and just let them know we support them. And, and that's it, man. Once again, Nick Knack, con congratulations, keep fighting. And we're very proud of you, man. We're happy for you, man. So the rest of you guys, we'll see you tomorrow night. Knicks versus Hawks, post-game show, live callers, live analysis, highlights. You know the whole thing, man. Knicks Fan TV. I'll see you guys, man. Peace.